Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, night shift emergency physician, burnout thriver, and wellness champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. There. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom family. This is Dr. G, and we are back for another exciting episode of Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Today we have Kimberly Smith, and Kimberly has some incredible things to share with you who she is, what she's up to, and all of that great stuff. Yes. Thank you so much, Dr. G. I'm so excited to be here. Um, Yeah. So in a nutshell, I am a resiliency and life transition coach. So I specifically help women who are busy, they're ambitious, they've got a lot on their plate, they want more from life. I help them get a grip, build mental stamina, increase their energy and confidence, and really move through the twists and turns that life throws at us with ease and with grace. So basically I help my clients have an easier life, right? We all want to have life feel easier. So yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, And it's been really my own kind of battle with stress and anxiety and, uh, you know, coping with some of the the ups and downs of life that, that led me to this work. Oh, awesome. Not awesome that you had to go through the ups and downs yeah. of life, but, but awesome <laughs> that it led you to this work because clearly whenever we are suffering, not suffering, I mean, suffering is a bad word, but whenever we are going through a challenge or we're going through one of those downs, we yep. tend to build the skills and the gather the tools necessary that could potentially help another human who might be going through the same thing. And we tend to make even greater impact because usually there's a ripple effect that occurs, right? So we go through the thing, we figure the things out, and then we share it with someone who's also going through the thing. And then they share it and then they share it and they share it. It's like this amazing ripple that happens. So oftentimes when we're going through something, we're like, oh my God, woe is me. Like, why is this happening? But then if you think about it, you're like, well, this is why this is happening. Like, you know, years later when you're actually talking to somebody and they're like, oh my God, I'm going through this. And they're like, I went through that like five years ago. And it's what I did. So yes. Yeah. So not like awesome that you went through the downs, but awesome well, and that I it, actually, it, it led to this. Yeah. Yes. Now I actually do think it was awesome because, you know, at the time you're right. Like there were some real low points and, you know, I, I did struggle. I think we do struggle sometimes and, but we don't have to struggle as much as we think. Right. Um, you know, we don't have to wait until at rock bottom to seek help. Right. Like that, if I want people to know something, right. It's that we're not supposed to have all the answers to this little thing called life, right? We're not supposed to do it alone. We're not built to do it alone. In life, we're going to encounter some obstacles, right? Some tough decisions pertaining to our career, our families, our friend circle, our relationships. Um, And 
there are resources out there, right? You know, um, there's typically many solutions to any given obstacle or problem that we're going through, through. So we have to remember to use those resources so that we can be our most resilient self, so that we can spring back, um, so that we can feel like even some of these low points weren't that bad and we can see some of the benefits you know, earlier than five years down the road, right? We yeah, can yes, see the yes, silver of lining. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. So, you know, like, so this is now what you do, right? You're, you're a coach, you're a speaker, you write. Um, tell us, tell us the story. Like, we want to hear, like, how did you get there? Yes. Usually yes. there's a pretty, pretty, you know, there's pretty much a backstory to like how we start doing things that are going to be helping others, right? Like there's usually something Always. that happens with us. So yeah. do you mind sharing that with us? No, I'd love to. Yeah. You know, and I don't think my, and I love sharing it because, you know, Dr. G, my story is not necessarily unique. I think that this speaks to a lot of, you know, women in many different facets of life. Right. And the thing is like, I kind of grew into adulthood, like checking the boxes, right? Like doing all the things I thought were going to get me to this really safe, secure, peaceful place, right? So, you know, went to college, got my degrees in sociology, psychology, went into the workforce, got a great job, started working on and building my career, met somebody, you know, got married, bought a house, relocated several times, bought another house, right? And we both had stressful jobs. Me and my partner at the time had really intense jobs. He was working almost seven days a week for a energy trading floor. I was working as a recruiting manager for a luxury hotel and resort in South Florida. And so like on the outside, it looked like, wow, like this is a really great life, right? But we were not handling with stress very well. We were not coping with it. We were not connected. Our, our marriage, our partnership started to fall apart. Um, individually, I think we felt really lost in different ways, right? And then we had a daughter, right? We welcomed a child into this world, which is beautiful. And like, it was, you know, I call these happy distractions, right? Like where we just kind of keep moving through and it's like, okay, we're celebrating a big birthday. Okay. We're celebrating and planning a wedding. Great. Okay. We're celebrating, you know, the birth of a child. And these are all big life milestones, which should be celebrated, of course. But I think sometimes we get distracted by them. You know, they're happy distractions and we sometimes you know, are, are not paying attention or not as aware to maybe the issues that are bubbling underneath the surface that may need some love and attention as well. Right. So, you know, in short, right. After I had my daughter, I went back to work and I just couldn't do it all anymore. Right. Like I've always had a serving heart and I wanted to support my partner. I wanted to support his career. Um, and in that process, I, neglected my own needs. I self-abandoned, right? And I was having worse anxiety than I had ever had in my life. I had no idea what it was. I had shortness of breath so much that I felt like I couldn't breathe. I went to the doctor um, and, you know, was kind of in this place where I didn't know how to cope with the anxiety. I was having bouts of depression. My health was suffering. My spouse's health was suffering. Um, and yeah, it was, it was pretty rough. Um, you know, in there, we, we had to deploy some resources, right? We had to relocate back to family. Um, I got myself into therapy. I went on medicine temporarily just as a solution. Right. Um, but yeah, 
the, the, that was really my, my own reckoning with my own mental health. The fact that I couldn't even enjoy the life that I had worked so hard to build. And in fact, I kind of resented it. I looked around and I was like, really? Like, this is all that life is like, it's going to be like this. And mm. I really didn't want to accept that. So I kind of took things into my own hands and I want to empower other people who are in that same situation, who kind of looking around and they're like, yeah, this isn't exactly the life that I thought it was going to be. This isn't what I signed up for. So how do I shift? How do I pivot? How do I create a new vision, right? Um, amongst some of those other tough emotions and experiences like anxiety, like depression, how do you make sense of it and find clarity? Wow. That is very powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And it's interesting that you're like, oh yeah, my story is like not real. There are a lot of people who... <laughs> who are experiencing that very same narrative. I mean, right. Like a, like a lot of people. <laughs> so, so no, thank you for sharing that. Cause I know there are people probably listening right now to this episode who are like, Oh my God, she is talking about my life. So yeah, yeah no, that's you're not uh, alone. <laughs> that, you know, not at all. And so um, that's incredible. And so then you, so, so you can't, you had epiphany, right? So you went through everything. You were on meds, you went to therapy, you were doing self-discovery, you were developing mm -hmm. yourself, right? Yeah. And now you're at a place where you're like, okay, well, how can I pay it forward? How did you, I mean, how did you overcome the fear of that? Like, how did you overcome the fear of like, of thinking, oh my God, is this it, right? Like, cause you, you work, like you said, you worked super hard to get to where you were. You, you did the things, mm -hmm. you checked the boxes and now you're here and it's like, okay, I've arrived and man, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Like there had to be some fear surrounding that. A ton of fear. I mean, anxiety itself is a fear-based emotion, right? Like it's, it's fear-based because usually we're anxious because we feel vulnerable, right? And vulnerability is, you know, we feel like we're open to attack or damage. You know, we feel like there's a lot of there's risk, there's emotional exposure wrapped into there. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, therapy was definitely a, a huge benefit for me um, to kind of understand and unravel some of the stories that I had been telling about myself, some of the stories that I had been subscribing to, right? All my life about who I was, what I was worthy for, you know, some of the shame too, right? Because you know, my background's not so squeaky clean, right? Like I, you know, grew up as kind of like the poorest kid in a, a really rich suburb. Mom was a single mom. She had a disability. She was going blind. Um, and there, there was a lot of stuff that I felt like I needed to hide from my peers because I didn't feel like I was good enough. Right. Um, so, you know, unraveling all of that, but when it comes down to it, it was really about learning to trust myself, right. To trust myself and to give myself credit for all the things I had accomplished. And I used that as fuel to embark on the unknown, right? Like I tried to see that fear in a different way, right? So I don't know if you've ever heard this, but like some people say that um, usually the difference between anxiety and excitement is just context, right? Sometimes we feel anxious when we're about to go on a roller coaster, right? Like physically, we're at an amusement park, we feel anxious, we get butterflies in our stomach. Well, yeah, I mean, you're about to sweating. like throw yourself into something that's like... <laughs> and life is kind of like that. It's like a roller coaster, right? So yeah, there's... But we can also kind of... We can also 
change the context, right? Sure. So yeah, like I was nervous about pivoting my career. I was nervous about leaving my marriage. I was nervous about being a single mom. I, there was a lot of fear there, but you know, I looked at all the things I had accomplished and I started to give myself credit for, you know, I did that, right? I did that. And I can, I can do other big things too, right? I'm resourceful. I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I can find these tools. And you know what? Failure is not the worst thing in life. Oftentimes failure is what brings us closer to the solutions that are the right answer, that are the, are the path that we should be taking. So it's not wasted time or any of that, but yeah, I mean, baby steps, right? Like this does not come overnight. It's doing the work little by little and staying committed to yourself. Everybody deserves a great life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, lots of, lots of nuggets in there. I mean, because a lot of times people in general do feel that failure is the, you know, the, the final play. Like it's not, Yeah, <laughs> it's just one of the plays on the, on the board. Right. And I've had a so, lot of failures. <laughs> Yeah, we all have. I mean, you talk to anybody who's successful, you know, people think that, you know, you just wake up and then all of a sudden you're like, you know, the top of your game or the top of your, your class or the top of whatever. Uh, no, yeah, it doesn't no. quite work like that. <laughs> Nobody, no, no matter what they tell you, uh, didn't just snap their fingers and end up on top. No, there's always failure. There's always like, there's always a backstory, right? I mean, the difference between the person that is on top and the person that's successful is that they don't stop, right? They don't let failure stop them. That's the difference between the person who doesn't succeed and the person who does. Yeah. That's the bottom line, right? I mean, and, yeah. and like you said, the context is huge, right? How you look at fear and the context of it. I love that you put it that way because I hadn't heard it that way before. And, um, you know, that is huge. It's all like your mindset. Yeah, you I'm look excited. at it. I started to see things as like, you know what, whether it works or whether it doesn't, this is going to be an adventure and I'm just going to try it. Like every day is an adventure was like kind of my mantra for a while, right? Like, let's just go and see what we find, right? Let's explore, let's stay curious. Um, and let that kind of be the guiding principle in my mind, not letting fear take over, right? Like always maintaining that bit of control and being in the driver's seat, right? Like we need to be in the driver's seat of our own life. Absolutely. That's great. And then, so you, you made a, a couple of huge life decisions. It sounds like at once, right? So you left yes. the career, did something completely <laughs> different, right? That's the first one. Yep. And then, then you uh, embarked on being a single parent, which is another yep. huge one. I mean, that's, that's huge. Um, and did, did you relocate also, or did you stay in the, stay in your family? I stayed in the same, you know, we, we had relocated a bunch of times, but while I was, while we were, you know, deciding whether or not we wanted to work on our marriage and all that, and all those pieces falling into place. No, we were, we were just in one place. Okay. Okay. So that, mm -hmm. so at least there is, I mean, you were not together in the same, under the same roof, but your daughter had access to both of you. No. Well, actually that's an interesting story. So, um, just quickly, you know, I, like just, Deciding to leave my marriage and deciding what I wanted was a huge decision in this time, right? Um, and I wrestled with it for a really long time, right? Because I didn't, I came from a divorced family. I didn't want that I, because my experience was not a happy one. There was always a lot of turmoil between my parents. Um, I don't have a relationship with my father to this day, and that's by choice. Um, and, you know, 
I had to really kind of figure out, you know, what do I want this to look like for me? Right. And developing that self-trust allowed me to make that decision with confidence. Right. Um, but we, when we made the decision, we actually did live to continue to live together under the same roof for about nine months before I left. Um, was it more economics or, you know, it was, it was strategic for sure. Um, economics. Yes. Uh, but also it was for our daughter, you know, she was five at the time and we really wanted to ease her into that transition. Right. Um, and we wanted to be, we didn't want to rush. I think that's sometimes where we do fumble a bit is when we try and rush the process. Right. So we wanted to take our time. We wanted to explain it to her. Um, we're very amicable. We have a great co-parenting relationship to this day. Oh, we're friends. Good. Good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and that's a, a, the whole nother ball of wax. Right. Um, but yeah, I think developing that self-trust really allowed me to make that big decision with confidence. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Because it seemed like there were several things that were happening that were pretty grand. Right. (laughs) So I was like, ah, how are you doing that? And then he supported actually my, my career pivot. You know, I had uh, supported his career and kind of taken that hiatus, um, for a little while to really determine whether or not, um, you know, we wanted to stay married, right? We were working on our marriage. He had started a new job. Um, so it worked out. And then, you know, kind of within that, it happened naturally. The business evolved on its own. So I spent 10 years in recruiting and staffing, coaching people within their career and their career transitions. So people kept coming to me saying, you know, can you do my resume? Can you talk to me about an interview? You know, I'm really nervous. Oh, you know, what do okay, I do? Right. Yeah. Um, So I was already coaching people in that capacity and Mm -hmm. actually it was hearing about life coaching on a podcast that got me thinking about becoming a life coach. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I actually just did a, wrote a blog about this for my website. You can read all about how, why I chose to be a life coach, how that actually came to be. Um, and I thought about it. I, I heard the founder of a, you know, life coaching Academy speak on a podcast and she just, she made an impression on me. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. I kept going back to the website, kept looking at the course, kept thinking about enrolling. And then finally, I think it was just before we made the decision to kind of uh, end our marriage and go our separate ways, I pulled the trigger and signed up for the course. So (laughs) yeah, it all happened kind of at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's bold, bold moves. I love it. So you kind of had a little bit of experience and then you just kind of got it honed when you went through the course. Now, um, being on your own, because I mean, you're an entrepreneur, right? I'm an entrepreneur. We're, we're all kind yeah. of in the same boat. It's not really for the faint of heart. <laughs> you have to have a oh thick God. skin. I think you yes. develop more, more <laughs> thicker skin as you go through it. Like you will get oh well acquainted with all emotions as you oh, go yes. through your oh, yes. entrepreneurial journey. <laughs> So I was just thinking about that because I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is why when you said you did it at that transition point in your life, like all the things happening, I was like, oh my God, all the things that's crazy, but obviously it worked out. Right. So, but you know, people sometimes don't appreciate that, you know, it, it is something that is not for the faint of heart, but it is also something that affords a, a kind of freedom that is not offered anywhere else. So, you know, um, so kudos to you for doing your own thing. (laughs) Well, 
thank you. And you know, that's where, you know, I've actually had to be, I've, I've hired coaches as well. I think that, you know, investing in yourself and in your business and, um, the value that another perspective brings to the table, right. Um, is so priceless. It really, really is. Um, but yeah, learning to use your resources. I think being an entrepreneur, you become even more resourceful and solution minded, right. Because there's always challenges. There's always things that go, you know, differently than you would have wanted or anticipated, right? You just can't possibly prepare for every outcome. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of learning and growing in this container. <laughs> oh yeah, indeed, indeed. <laughs> so you have to let everybody know. So you alluded to your blog that was on your yeah. website. You have to let everyone know what your website is. My website where you can find more information on me and my coaching services. Um, I, I write from time to time, put it up there. I'm writing a book right now, actually too, um, is www.encompass, coaching c-o-a-c-h-i-n-g services s-e-r-v-i-c-e-s.com so encompass coaching services.com awesome 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 and they can obviously find out about your services all of the things that you offer um at that location correct yep yeah awesome for sure Cool. Well, we had such a great conversation, Kimberly. This is great. Um, (laughs) And we are at that point in the show where we do our fill in the blanks. So are you ready? Ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. All right. So the first one is, uh, if I am fearless, I will. Embrace vulnerability and live with courage. Awesome. Awesome. The next one is, to me, fearless freedom means? Becoming my most resilient self, right? Becoming that empowered, resilient woman, right? And always letting that be at the top of my priority list, right? Love it. Love it. And then what's your battle cry? My battle cry is- Courage over comfort. Awesome. (laughs) Courage over comfort. Yeah, I'm stealing that one. It's from Brene Brown. If anybody loves her as much as I do. Oh yeah, she's awesome. She's awesome. Um, Yeah. And I've also been known to like shout in the mirror, like you got this, got this. It works. It works. (laughs) It absolutely works. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. Use it. Get yourself amped up. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Those power poses and the mantras are pivotal. They're key to helping you to get through the day, those days when you may have a down day. So no, absolutely. absolutely. Thank you for sharing all of that. Thank you for um, sharing your story and all of the things that you're up to. And, you, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure the audience is going to go and check you out at www.encompasscoachingservices.com and learn more about what you're doing and hire you if they, you know, they need yes, your services. Great. Yeah, I look forward great. to it. Thanks yeah, for yeah, having absolutely. me, Dr. G. This is great. Awesome. Thanks for coming on the show. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.